Hello, and welcome to the INTP Musings Podcast. Today, I want to talk about how everything looks easy and is easy to judge from far away. When people see someone else doing something, especially someone considered a professional, they assume the job is easier than it is, especially if they've dabbled in it a bit. And we have a tendency to jump to thoughts like, oh, I could do that. Oh, oh, you're charging an arm and a leg for this. And sometimes they are. But a lot of times it's just, you know, just underestimating all the nuances that are involved in their work. Especially if that if this person who's having the work done has dabbled in this thing a, a little bit. And from their mind, it's like, oh, I could do this myself. It's really easy, but I just don't have the time. And maybe that's a little bit true, but it, it's harder than they actually think. And then they're just judging every second of the way, every little piece of work that this person puts in. Um, they're just like, oh, I can't believe I'm paying you. You're so lucky to have, like, it's, it's just like some sense of entitlement of like, like, you're so lucky to have me paying you to work for me. And I could do your job if I had the time, but I don't have the time. So just do the work and charge me a fair price. And what you're doing isn't even that hard. And you're not even like a real person. You don't, you don't even like, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, it's like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know what that impulse is or what it's connected to. Maybe I'll figure it out and I'll make another podcast about it. But people just have the tendency to just make assumptions about, how easy the work is that someone else is doing. Um, so and I think a, a lot of it is that like the, the people who are doing the judging don't understand like the, what I call the emergent difficulty that happens when you bring an activity to scale or when it becomes your job and you have to do it several times a day, each time slightly differently. You have to travel to different places, deal with clients and deal with schedules and all this stuff. So it's, it's not just, it's not just the work. It's all the things that appear when you bring something to scale and you make it your business or when you make it your job. Like it's, it becomes a lot more complicated, even if it's and somewhat inherently simple task that you're being paid to do. Um, you have all that other overhead that appears um, when you're not just doing it as a hobby on the side at your own house. Um, so people don't understand the emergent difficulty. That's one issue. Um, yeah, so like this activity might appear like straightforward and obvious based on your in initial observation, but there is actually a lot going on behind the scenes to make that simple thing happen. For example, like... Um, and, and this is, this is true when you've dabbled in the thing and, but also, and it's, but it's, it can also be true when you haven't dabbled in the thing. Like, for example, uh, like watching a skate, a skateboarder do a kickflip and land it. It looks seamless and the steps required to do it seem obvious. Uh, you just move your feet like this and you're good. You just got to do this thing with your foot and just land on the board and keep on riding. But it's a lot of muscle memory. It's a lot of tiny little stabilizer muscles that you've trained by doing that motion over and over and over so that you don't fall off the board. One, one false little movement of one single muscle and boom, you're on the ground. Like, but when you watch them do it, it looks so simple. It's just, 
oh, they made the board flip and then they landed on the board. It's just two things. You just got to hit the back of the board and kick the front of the board and then the board flips and then you land on it. Like, it just, it seems so, um, seems so easy, but it's not. And that's because there's so much nuance that's going on behind the scenes. And that sort of type of judgment leads to lots of problems in society because then you get like armchair presidents who are like, oh man, he's doing a horrible, I could do that better. Like you, you get like, you get ridiculously difficult jobs that no one understands, extremely oversimplified. And you get like the, the, uh, people stop valuing expertise as much. And that's another problem. Um, that this sort of line of thinking leads into. Let's just do another, let's do another example before we go more into, <laughs> let's do another example like the, the skateboarder example before I go back into the implications of this type of thinking and what sorts of things it can lead to. Uh, generating electricity. It seems so easy. You just have to turn a turbine. Why can't we just turn more turbines and get the whole world on electric power overnight? It's easy. Just turn turbines. Just got to turn more turbines. Duh. Why is it so hard? But it's not just turning turbines. It's like there's so many questions that arise. Like, where are you going to turn them? In the air? In the sea? They might kill wildlife. How big will they be? How much do they cost to make? What is their lifetime? And how much energy can you get out of them in that time? Are they worth that cost? Now, what about storage? Energy storage. It's impossible to generate energy at exactly the same rate as, it, as it's used, so you need storage. Now, what about transmission? How are you going to get that energy to people that need it? <coughs> it all gets exponentially, and then it all gets exponentially more complicated when you factor in the human component. Like, who is going to be opposing you actively? Who is your competition? Who is paying politicians to pass legislation to ensure that you fail? Now, all these questions that I just asked, I don't know, it was about 10 of them or something. Consider that the majority of these questions um, I've asked are science questions, each with their own lines of research going on to make turning turbines for more people, for people more economically viable. Every single question. And you have a whole bunch of people trying to answer every single question. Um, and you have to, you have, and you have a bunch of people proposing solutions and you have to do cost benefit analyses, figure out which one is the best, implement it at scale. And then you have to iterate that over and over and over to keep improving the thing. It's extremely complicated. Um, And, and that's not even, that's, that's just turbine turning, but fo think about photovoltaics, like converting sunlight directly into electricity with solar panels. That's even more complicated because you're not just turning turbines. And that's why simple seeming things are difficult. You, like you think you just want to do one thing. You're like, I just want to do this one thing and that's it. Why can't I just do this one thing? Just let me do it. Like, but then you realize that to do that thing you need to address another thing. But to address that new thing, you have to address a few other new things. And it can explode exponentially into this tree-like structure. 
And this sort of like technical nuance is something that INTPs are really good at noticing. And that's one of, one of the frustrating things about being an INTP is that you see all these interconnections and how complicated things are and, and what a real solution would look like. And you can get really deep into the weeds for a really long time and like not come up with like, I mean, the, the, the INTP is like the opposite end of the spectrum of the person. Like you have the person who judges people who are doing something because they think that that thing is easy and that they should just be able to do it quickly. But the INTP on the other hand sees an activity and sees all these interconnected things and says, wow, that's complicated. And wow, that's beautiful. And INTP might spend their entire life deconstructing one little thing, but never come up with a viable solution because they're so caught up in the technical nuances. Um, somewhere like when it comes to actual, actual, like economically viable stuff, you need like a f nice middle ground where you say, this is where we're going to stop. This is the, where we're going to make the compromise and we're going to release the product now. But the INTP will obsessively compulsively just because I, I do this, just keep on going deeper and it's an endless rabbit hole and they don't realize that. And then people and then you have the other people on the other end of the spectrum who's like, what is this INTP doing? We're just paying him a bunch of money to just mentally masturbate. Why don't we fire this INTP? Like, so it's like, it's hard to be an INTP in the world because you have to meet those people in the middle and those people have to meet you in the middle. And, but there's a, just, there can be a huge chasm between you and those people. Um, I think I've gotten pretty good at bridging the gap. Um, but that's, if, if you want to like work a lucrative career as an INTP, you have to bridge that gap. So it's not that we're not smart and we don't have the technical expertise. It's the opposite. It's that we go way too deep into the technical details and then never, never resurface with the big picture product that people actually want. Um, because we're so deep in the weeds that we just can't get out. Um, so yeah, so back to what I was saying before, all these questions back to the energy, turning the turbines thing, like, and generating electrical energy, like all these questions are related to just doing, wanting to do this one thing to make electricity for people. And, but it, at each question leads to more questions and it explodes in this exponential tree like structure. And you have to address these questions until you get to the place where your solution is quote unquote good enough and economically viable. And as I was saying before, that's what INTPs struggle with. Anyway, you get to this point and you release the product. Uh, but of course, nothing is ever perfect. Um, and then when you do release it, people are just going to be criticizing it harshly because it has flaw X or problem Y. And they'll ask, why don't they just fix this problem? It's just one thing. Just make it better. Just fix that problem. These guys are idiots. Hundreds of scientists and engineers developing this and they couldn't even prevent problem X. I could make a pro better product in my garage. Trump 2020. And these like little seemingly simple problems 
are actually very difficult to solve. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that. And these little seemingly simple problems that are actually very difficult to solve appearing before the public is what creates people who don't trust experts and think that some ignorant blowhard is going to be able to solve all our problems because he acts confident and points fingers and oversimplifies things in the same way that all other common people do. And then someone like him is put in charge and everyone is confused when everything falls apart completely because they fired all the experts and appointed cronies. So everything looks easy from far away and is easy to judge, but it's not. It's extremely complicated. And, and that's the problem that it's, and, but then the INTP is the rare unicorn who can actually see how complicated everything is, but it's, an even rarer INTP who can reach across the aisle and provide tangible value to people with their technical knowledge. And these are the sorts of people who should be, like the people in power should be people who can understand complication and nuance, but also know how to deliver value to the population. So like typically we, when like a population elects a leader, they lead on the other on the other end of the spectrum, the side where it's just like, oh yeah, that's easy, I can do that. I'm like, like overconfident, overconfident people who don't, who can't comprehend nuance. Um, but I don't know if it would be good to, to elect an extreme INTP either. Maybe it would be, but someone in the middle who's grounded in the needs of people, but also understands technicalities, complications. Um, and things like that. So, yeah, so that's, that's a huge problem. That's a huge fallacy that people fall into is that is just oversimplifying things. And it's hard to be an INTP because you're on the other end of the spectrum where you, I don't want to say you overcomplicate things. You, you, you understand things exactly as they are. And, and, and you want things to be perfect and you want things to be technically worked out from every single possible angle before you even release the first version of your product, which will never happen, obviously. So like that leads to a trap of just, oh, what about this? Oh, what about this? Oh, let me, let me tweak that. Let me tweak this. Oh, that actually makes me wonder about this. And then that opens a whole nother can of worms and, and you can just go you can just go into that forever, into that wormhole. And people aren't going to pay you to do that. So, like, it's it's a struggle being an INTP, but I think it's a valuable type of person to have on your team if you can meet people on your team that you trust, that can, that can use your abilities to understand things deeply and apply them to a problem and release a good product. So it's, everyone has their strengths and everyone has their weaknesses. And I think INTPs have a very rare strength that is extremely valuable, but people, a lot of people don't know how to tap into it because we're like introverted. This is like, I'm, I speak more confidently on my podcast, but if you saw me in the real world, you, you would see, oh, that guy's really introverted. That guy's, uh, to himself a lot. Like, so we're really introverted and we think really deeply about 
about technical subjects. And, but we have problems reaching out to the world. So the value we could provide often gets obscured. And that's, so the, I guess the world needs to more effectively tap into the rare small pool of INTPs to extract from us what we can provide. Um, and it would also be better if we worked on our extroversion a little bit so that we could help them find us. Um, so the world needs more synergy between different types of people, especially from INTPs to get us to uh, provide the value we have to offer. And because, yeah, otherwise you can just, you could just be in your room in your small apartment working on a really obscure code the rest of your life, having some like easy, like maybe you're just, maybe you have some small job somewhere not paying that you that much, but secretly you have this amazing project that you've been working on forever. Like that's cool. I mean, that's, that's, that's an awesome thing to be, but at the same time, that's not really, you're not reaching out to the world. And no one's going to see that, which that can be fine. But some people, a lot of people do want to positively impact the world. And I think INTPs have a lot to offer. So I don't know. I don't know how that happens because, because the things that end up in the world as products are put out there by giants with big egos buy my product it's the best and they do have technical people working in the background but those people are often it's hard for technical types to com communicate with salespeople and like management types and stuff like that um, because they're on completely different wavelengths somehow it works but i think it can be better and i think there are a lot of really smart intps in the world who their talent is not being tapped into. Um, I don't know. Tell me what you think about that. We can discuss that on the Reddit page, on the subreddit. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, and I feel that other people who aren't INTPs have to, have to respect that things are difficult and complicated um, sometimes. And be willing to read a little bit more and understand a little bit more before jumping to conclusions. Uh, that would be nice. That would be a better world that I'd be more willing to live in. Um, yeah, I guess I don't have much more to say about that. I don't know if I had, that was a really strong or good conclusion, but anyway, have a good day. I'll talk to you all later.